Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another Going Greyhound show. A uh, bit of a, a quiet week as far as big feature races were concerned uh, throughout New South Wales. Uh, over the weekend, we saw heats of the Brother Fox, uh, where we'll see the Group 3 final this Saturday night. We'll chat with Dubbo President Shane Stiff. And, and down south in Victoria, we saw the heats of the Sandown Cup, the Harrison Dawson and Sapphire Crown. They've got a big triple header of Group 1 racing this Thursday night. We'll chat with uh, Jason Patch Adams from the Sandown Club uh, through the show this morning. It's going to be a really good one as we promote the Brother Fox this week and, of course, the, the feature racing at Sandown. We'll head for a quick 30-second break. On the other side, we chat with Dubbo President Shane Stiff. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Race number four, they're off and racing. Good odds, Cash got away well from box number six. Going with it was Yuko Girl and pushing the rails, Turbo Cash. or just wanted to get off there and getting up underneath them, analysing into the back, though. It's Good Odds Cash leading out from analysing, getting to third, zipping Alabama with a good run. They're followed through by Joseph's coat. Well back, Yuko Girl. Turbo Cash, last one to swing will be Raglan Viper, but this leader is off and gone here. Good Odds Cash. Good Odds Cash all over a winner and good odds cash defeat second zipping Alabama third they gapped back to Joseph's coat they were followed over the line by turbo cash analyzing you go good there we had the brilliant bitch good odds cash dominating her heat of the brother fox we're joined now by Dubbo president Shane Stiff good morning to you Shane good morning mate how are you yeah I'm not too bad more importantly how are you how are the preparations for the for the big night there at Dubbo this Saturday night Mate, everything's looking real good. Um, obviously, we've got two finals through already, the Brother Fox and the Bill and Peg Miller, and, uh, mate, it's a, what a great field. It's probably not the headline act we had last night, last year with Jungle Juice, but, mate, it's a great field of dogs. And, um, I mean, the box draws played right in the hands of Frankie Hurst and Good Odds Cash for the, for the 50000 of the winner. Yeah, absolutely. She's she's been so good for for such a long period of time. She had that probably off couple of months where she just didn't quite uh, perform to her best. But in saying that, she was drawn off the track, and even with the way she's been performing recently, she's she's been r- racing terrifically well behind. She's a pearl, of course, was runner-up in the Golden Easter Egg, had no luck in the Million Dollar Chase final. But as you mentioned, to get that inside draw is going to be uh, a massive plus for her. And, and off her heat win, she's certainly the one to beat, isn't she? Jacko, any form student, any trainer, they're probably better than most of the form students. Any of them big races, especially more at Wentworth Park and where Frankie races, Dapdo, Bulleye and all of that, you've got to draw good in the finals because... They're all 29.5s, or unless you see the Pearl 29.3 now. Um, you get box six and seven and eight, and, and they're running 5.30s underneath you. You can't win. But this time it's played into her hand. She's come up with box two. Um, not a great deal of the, the speed around her. It's all on the outside. Um, but not a great deal of speed in the race. Quality field, but, uh, mate, she hadn't been to Dubbo for a long time. She put all the sections on the ball. When you break 15 to the back at Dubbo, you are absolutely airborne and she done everything right. So very hard to beat. Yeah, the the only little query you would have with her is if if a couple of those out wide just begin a little bit faster than her and then come down on top of her, I suppose, at the first corner might be the only little 
little query, but yeah, she certainly. I, I hope the boogies put up black odds. That's all I say. Yeah, it, it would be nice, wouldn't it? They're, they're, I'd imagine that there'd be a few stepping in, so it might be one of those uh, trying to beat others uh, to that price. As as far as the the night is concerned, um, what sort of entertainment can we see on track, mate? Um, I'm, 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 I'm just just come in from doing the stack of things. We've got a, a band uh, bloke that's coming from uh, Canberra, but his name alluded to me at the moment, but he's very, very, very good singing all the cover songs and all that. We've got the Jumping Castle for the kids, um, and, and and so the band and the Jumping Castle for the kids, and then great racing. We've got that. We've got, we race again tonight, mate. We've got the heats of the Feral Frankie and the Zipping Garth, which is for the 400-metre dogs and the 300-metre maidens. Um, and we got twelve quality races again today. Uh, 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 all been over three and four hundred meters, um, which makes it very hard for for the punters. But um, so, mate, we'll have four four finals on on Saturday night, like fifty thousand, fifteen thousand, two ten thousand dollar ones, and then uh, some quality other races. We've got a um, middle distance race where five thousand that I'm hoping we can draw uh, some nice dogs for would be real good. Um, but the racing will be front and centre of everything. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not an I'm not an NRL man being from Victoria, I'm more AFL, but I believe the NRL is there on Sunday as well. So Yeah, yeah, we got, the, we got we got the um 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 South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Canberra Raiders. Um I had a chat with a few of the South players. They're keen to come but they don't know what the coach was gonna let them do. So that'll be very, very interesting. Um and I just got off the phone to Tony Mistroff seeing if there were any hope of trying to get um, Ryan Pappenhausen to Dubbo because he is off injured, but uh, they haven't got back to me on that one. But uh, it, it'll be like Dubbo will be pumping this weekend. There's a lot on uh, this weekend with the NRL and, and a couple other things, and it's a week before the East, uh, the Dubbo show. So, um, but we're, we're expecting a big crowd again, and um, really, really excited for the for the good racing. You know, the quality dogs. Yeah, they are quality dogs, and and. Yeah, if there's anyone out there listening that is heading to Dubbo this weekend, whether it's uh, to go to the NRL, um, I know from experience, get yourself to uh, the Dubbo Greyhounds because uh, you do put on a big show, that's for sure. And if it's if it's anything like the the Country Classic that I was fortunate enough to be at, it, it'll be a big night there on Saturday, no doubt. Yeah, mate. The, 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 the thing his name eludes me, but mate. We had him there around Christmas time, and uh, everyone raved about him. Very, very, very good singer. So that that's good entertainment. And we'll have the big fire bucket up and roaring because uh, it is get, starting to get a bit cool at Dub Vegas now. Yeah, I bet it is. It's even getting cool in in Sydney town. So I can only imagine what the nights are like uh, out there in the west. Yep. No, no. It should, should be real, real good racing. So. Yeah, well, very good. It's, it shapes up to be a, a terrific final and, as you touched on, a, a lot of quality in the in the support program as well. So best of luck this weekend, Stiffy. I'm sure it'll be a big night. No worries, Shago. Thanks a lot. All the best, uh, all the listeners, and uh, good punning. There we have Shane Stiff, the president of the Dubbo Greyhound Racing Club, talking about the Brother Fox final this Saturday night and the big support card as well. It's a big weekend for the town, of course, the NRL there on Sunday. So if you are about Dubbo, I suggest that you do get along trackside there to the Dubbo Greyhounds. It's a, a terrific show that the club do put on. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll have a chat with Crystal Hensing, who prepared Vencedor to break the track record at the Gardens last Friday. 
on Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And commencing beautifully, Vincidor straight onto the arm. It should be a matter of times and margins from here. Kino's got through to second and then came Mr. Beethoven back behind them. Zinnia Herrera with Liberty Ann. Up and around those was Jabrovnik along two with Blazing Tokyo and too far on the side. This is in a race of its own. Vencedor and the rest are in another and Vencedor bolts in. Too good. Second will go to Kino's and then came Jabrovnik. Back behind those was Liberty Ann along with Zinnia Herrera. A break back in behind those then. Well, Dan Russell said early in that race it should be times and margins well the margin was eight and three quarters the time was 22 29 which was an official track record at the gardens uh, there over the 400 meters all run by vencedor and we're joined by his trainer now crystal hensing good morning to you crystal hi good morning how are you yeah i'm not too bad firstly a big congratulations on on his win and breaking the track record the other night that must have been a thrill for you it was it was He's um, certainly starting to mature now. He's just just getting it all together. Yeah, was it was was there a little bit of surprise that he was able to go that fast, or have you always believed he had that that speed to to run those quick times? I've always believed he's that he's got it in him. Um, the week before when he came out and ran, um, I think it was twenty two forty four. I was um, actually sitting there looking at the track record time. And um, I was I was chatting to a couple, and I said, you know what? I reckon this dog will go close to breaking that record because he's just he's just been on fire lately. Like he's just been running outstanding. Yeah, he won three of his first six, and then he was racing well with without winning. In I think he had six or seven starts in a row where where he was beaten. Was there any little issues he had through that time, or is it just a matter of uh, not doing everything uh, as well as what he's doing now? I think it was just a little bit of um oh he did um he had a couple of little issues but I think it was more gaining a bit of field sense too. He's been a young dog and I think he's starting to figure it out now. Yeah, absolutely he is and and as far as a, a short term goal I, I would assume that the Thunderbolt, which is only a, a few weeks away, is right at the top of his agenda. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've actually um booked in trials for next week up at um Grafton there, so we can have a look at that track but um yeah, I'd definitely keep him for that, and hopefully we you know, make it through. You've got to get through, you know, a couple of couple of rounds first. But um, try and knock off a few short ones, and then I'll be looking at stepping him up. Yep, and and of course his immediate uh, assignment is the the final of that race at the Gardens, a ten thousand dollar final. Um, he's of course going to be the one to beat, coming off a, a track record run. Uh, and the winner also gets a, a dog trailer. What uh, getting a dog trailer would that would that help uh, help you immensely? Yeah, it would actually. I've got, I've got a lot of young dogs um, um, that I'm doing a bit of pre training with a lot of my own. Um, so well, an extra trailer wouldn't go astray. Yeah, that that would be very nice. And you've you've got the kennel mate also take two, uh, who yeah. made it through to the final, who also ran a decent time, but still a fair way outside Vencedor in 22.61. How, how did he come through that run, and uh, yeah. how's he going into the final this week? Yeah, no, he pulled up great. Um, he's had quite a bit of time off. Um, he had a cracked tibia, so he, he had about three and a half months off. So, yeah, he's come back good. Um, he's pulled up. Both of them have pulled up great. Um, they're 100% sound, so just I think it's just luck of the jump now with the, um, with the race. 
And as, as far as box draws are concerned with the two of them, do you have a preference or does it kind of not matter with, with those guys? Um, take two probably needs an inside. Um, Vencedal doesn't really matter. Um, I think he comes out clean. Um, it doesn't really matter what box he's in. It makes makes life a lot easier when the box draw isn't isn't quite as important, I suppose, as, as what it can be for for other dogs. And just with Fencedor, of he's a, he's a younger brother to the national derby winner O Mickey. Do you think in time he can he can get he, most of his races have been over the sprint distance? Do you think he could eventually get up to the the five hundred, or do you think he'll just be a a sprinting dog? No, I reckon he'll get to the five hundred for sure. Yeah, well, that's I guess if he can, if he can re- replicate what he's doing at these sprint distances and then and transition that to the the five hundred, he's going to be he's going to be very good, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's actually a um, spitting image of um, O Mickey. I'm sure if he if he can replicate what <laughs> O Mickey performs like him too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. If he if he's a spitting image looks wise, and it can be a spitting image performance wise. Um, I'm sure he'll be very, very pleased at the end of his career. Yeah, as long as they keep sound and <laughs> no injuries along the way, I guess. That yeah, that's half, that's half the battle, isn't it? Keeping them sound. Yeah, exactly right. Well, good luck with him uh, in the, the T- Toledo 10K final this week and then, of course, going forward uh, with the... The targeting of the Thunderbolt, and then and later on down the track, if he gets to the the five hundred meters, he's very fast and he's very good. So good luck with you in the future, Crystal. Thanks very much. There we have Crystal Hensing, who prepared Vencedor to win at the Gardens last Friday night and breaking the track record in the process. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we we'll chat with Jason Adams to talk all things Sandown Park as we lead into their big night at Sandown this Thursday. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, Golden Quest flew out from the red, led easily early from Torpedo Tears. Jarek Bales working its way across to third and sticking to the fence was Nick's Bale. Behind them was so predictable with Hank the Hustler who's back to second last and Yield was last. A lap to travel. Golden Quest not getting its own way. Jarek Bales up on the outside to eyeball it. Three deep was Torpedo Tears. Railing through behind them was Nick's Bale. Between runners so predictable. And then Hank the Hustler with five to make up. Last was Yield. Jarek Bale found the lead and goes for home on the turn. Four in front. Golden Golden Quest can't run on, and then so predictable, but Jarek Bale, Jarek Bale's going to win. Second, Golden Quest fought back and beat so predictable. Fourth in was Hank the Hustler, ahead of Nick's Bale, who didn't run on. Then we had Jarek Bale, a brilliant winner of his heat of the Sandown Cup last Friday night. We're joined now by the face of Sandown, Jason Adams. Good morning to you, Patch. Good morning to you, Matty, and it's a big week. I tell you what, fever picture around the building here, so looking forward to it. Uh, just always a, a good time of year, probably the, the second biggest uh, period for us here at Sandown. Yeah, absolutely. You, you touched on what a big week it's going to be. Thursday night, three big group ones, the Sandown Cup, the Harrison Dawson and the Sapphire Crown. Just talk us through what the, the night's going to entail as far as entertainment and things are concerned as as far as as far as far for the for the crowd, to uh, for, the, for them on track on Thursday night. Fingers crossed the uh, the weather plays a part, man. He's always a very important uh, aspect of getting people along. But um, that ticket sales are going well. So we've got a big um, 
sports bar, I guess you can call it upstairs, the Carlton Draft Sports Bar. So there'll be live music. Um, the, the Punters Club, led by Troy Little, is regarded as one of the, the best judges uh, in the business. Um, and, yeah, plenty happening upstairs. So it'll be a good night. Absolutely no two ways about that. So as hot as the uh, the racing is on the track, I'm sure upstairs we'll be pumping as well. Yeah, for sure. And as as far as the on-track uh, stuff is concerned, we'll, we'll start with the Sandown Cup. It, it looks a, a terrific race, a, a wonderful field. Box draws certainly made things a, a little bit interesting. Your thoughts on the, on the race? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, look, a month ago we are probably thinking what are these upcoming feature staying races going to look like, but I'll tell you what, the, the one we've got in front of us this Thursday is quite good, and I guess if you're looking for a winner out of the draw, it's, it's got to be Mapunga Ruby. I mean, when she's won um, her big races, they, they have big performances at least, they have come from an inside draw, so she's got to be well drawn there and in box number two, and then you got one like Jared Bale, who was the, the fastest qualifier last week, and what was a mammoth performance from him, and such an improvement from what we've seen from him prior over 700 metres. He's drawn box eight, which I'm sure Team Delbridge aren't in love with. So um, from a pace point of view, untapped, drawn wide, that's where she wants to be, so she'll be firing forward. So we often sort of speak amongst ourselves and say for stayers, the box draw at uh, isn't necessarily as important as it was it is for the, the big feature sprint races. But i tell you what, you won't want to be out of position in this one because we saw how quick they went last week and uh, this bunch of stays, they do get it their own way. They're, they're certainly not going to be needing any chances. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I must admit, I'm on Jarek Bale for a, for a nice result at a big price. And, yeah, the heart sunk a little when he drew box eight. I was definitely praying he drew... Closer to the rail, but alas, if he can replicate what he did last week, he's he's going to be right in the race. But even a, I know he's he's had his issues uh, over the journey, but Orca was even terrific last week, and he's come up with that inside draw, so he's going to get a a gun run. And, and you know, even though he's if if he was able to win, he's not going to win by a big space, but he's going to be thereabouts, and uh, it just shows the depth of the race. He's an eighteen dollar chance, but. One, I just wanted to ask you about Kalinda Lady. Um, she's she's going to be very, very good, isn't she, in the future? Whether uh, Thursday night's uh, her time, but uh, I guess remains to be seen. But she, she'll she win a big race, I'm sure of that. Yeah, she's looking quite sharp. Obviously, a little sister to Kalinda Patty has really stole the limelight uh, in terms of what that litter's been able to produce over say, the past six months, where for Lady, she hasn't had. Uh, as many starts, I think about half of what Kalinda Patty has. So from what we've seen from her, she was quite handy. But then again, all the word that was coming out of the, the Thompson team was that she's just as good as what Kalinda Patty was and she was doing uh, tremendous things at the time. So, yeah, she comes into this final um, after a good performance last week. So, um, look, I guess building up those starts and experience and now sort of runs under the belt over 700 metres, I think be a good thing for her, Maddie. And what we haven't touched on is is Gypsy Wyong, who jumped in box four. I think she's a three-time Group 1 winner, and I think in all of them, uh, she hasn't been there, sort of the expected one pre-race to, to go in and win. She just turns up grand final day and, and gets it done. So, although I, I'd assume a lot of people will probably be taking her on going into Thursday night's final, you just absolutely cannot count her out, can you? No, you can't. I think we, we had a chat about this after the, the Golden Easter Egg when when she won the, the Gold Cup here, I think of the all the big staying races in Australia, the Sandown Cup's the only one that she hasn't won, which is which is pretty remarkable. And and every Group 1 
win that she's had, she started double figures. And I think from memory, she came into this series as the second favourite at around 550. And now she's double that at $11. So with the way that she performs in big finals, you'd, you'd be silly to leave her out of any sort of multiples, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. And she can run some time as well. I mean, she has been, um, I think it was a Zoom top late last year. It's a little bit fortunate, but outside of those two, in the bowl trees and then in the, the Association Cup uh, back on Easter egg night, she's been really good and even run down Mapunga Ruby on that occasion if she lines up against again this Thursday night. And uh, Team Daly certainly know how to get them right when it matters. So, um They'll have a spot on there. There's no two ways about that. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's a cracking uh, Sandown Cup. Now to the, the Harrison Dawson. It's probably not the, the strongest Harrison Dawson we've had in, in recent years, but what it is 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 very, very competitive. This I guess if you if you can find value, uh, this is not a bad race to be looking for it. There's certainly no standout, and I guess when we do get to sort of these nights where there is a feature for the girls and Featured for the boys, just the way it plays out. The, the depth of the, the male sprinters is, is typically a bit deeper, but I think this time around, the, the Sapphire Crown is the stronger race. And you're right, it's an open one, the, the Harrison Dawson. You've got one like uh, Fearless Max, who's strung together a, a picket fence. He fired from an inside draw last week, and he's got uh, that exact chance to do so again. Uh, Rapaki Rocks on his outside. He's going to sort of settle behind the speed, but we, we saw how strong he was, and it just about makes the case for, for any of those, Matty. I mean, bang from the outside, Jason Lincoln was really keen on him last week at a big prize, and he won, and he jumps in the same draw this time around. So you can make a case for the, the whole field. So although there's no a real Hollywood red carpet sort of names jumping off the page in that one, it's, it's certainly a very even uh, race to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. That run to the first turn is going to be... Very, very vital in that race, particularly if Bain can carve across like he did last week. If he causes a, a bit of trouble, uh, it, it certainly opens the race right up, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that first 72 metres is going to be enormous. I mean, a lot of them do have not express pace, but they can all set you sort of 5.10, 5.15 split, where we know uh, setting those sort of numbers, you can get sort of crunched into an awkward position because you're not running the the split that just goes straight for the front, and you're not slow enough to be out the back. So um, the box draws played a huge part, and there's going to be a lot of people who, who look at the race in, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, absolutely. And and the Sapphire Crown, uh, uh, wow, she's fast. She's been so good in, in Victoria. We didn't see her very best up here uh, in Sydney. She's, she was terrific last week coming from off speed, but she, she won like we probably expected her to. She's come up with another poor draw in a... In a big final, so she's going to need luck. I think the winner of the, the draw, as far as the Sapphire Crown's concerned, is idolised drawn down there in box number two. Yeah, I tend to agree, Manny. She's got some great paces, we know, but when you get into these fields that are as deep as, deep as they are, even if you do have pace, you need an inside draw because there's plenty around you that can show that same early toe. And from say, the extreme wide draw, it's just so hard to, to cut across these sharper types. So... Uh, box two would be a, a really good thing for the, the Prosciutto team. We know she's a Group 1 winner. Um, she's a quality type, and she's a, a group winner at the track as well. So um, they'll have her right to go. There's no two ways about that. Wow, she's fast. And mentioned another awkward draw in a, a big race final. She jumped from seven in the launching pad, and she just made a mess of them. Last week, she had a better draw, missed the start. So uh, we saw not long after that, she recovered pretty well, and the way she finished off her race was just sensational and, and no surprise to what we've been used to her putting together over the past couple of months and who would have thought she'd do what she'd do 
and then get shown up by a kennel mate in Levitation who came out with the, the best on ground performance of the night later in the meeting, sitting a time of 29 and 06. So, yeah, it's a real deep race, this Sapphire Crown. Again, it's always sort of the boys that take the cake when you, you get to these uh, nights where you've got a feature for each of them, but the, the Sapphire is clearly the best of them, I think, here. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the, the thing with Wow, She's Fast is even though she's she can be a little bit hit or miss at the start, the, the thing that she needs, and she could probably afford to miss the start a length or two, and and I think she's got that classic because she could still run down Idolise is just the key for her is to get an unimpeded run at that first turn, even if she is a little bit slow into stride. And it's going to be hard to get that from, from box number five uh, there on Thursday night for sure. Yeah, I think she she might get chances because we spoke about the Harrison Dawson and how that first split is going to be so vital. In this one, she can run down a lot of those, especially those on her inside. So if she was a bomber like last week, she can just hook underneath them and, and still have that opportunity to run him down, as she did last week, as long as Levitation hasn't gone whack and going straight to the front and, and sending frightening splits like she did last week. So, yeah, she's certainly a popular one. Uh, we are, she's fast, and everyone have all eyes on her on Thursday night. Yeah, for sure. She'll be the one that'll be capturing all the attention, no doubt, going into the, the Sapphire Crown on Thursday night. You'll be, I assume, um, talking about all the big three all the three big group ones on the catching pen tonight with, with Wiz and, and Jared Daffy, who makes his catching pen debut. Yeah, as you uh, take a seat on the, on the pine, Matty, I understand you're back next week and, and I'll be sitting on the pine, which is uh, absolutely fine. And, yeah, speaking about the three group ones, they'll be certainly taking up a, a big part of the show. Uh, all the news points also speak about the brother Fox, which is coming up at, at Dapto as well. So big show ahead and, as always, from 6 o'clock on, on Sky Racing 2. Yeah, very good. It'll be a very good show, certainly an upgrade with Daff coming on this week. Well, thanks for the chat, Patch. All the best with the catching pen this afternoon, and, and we'll talk again soon, eh? No worries, Matty. Cheers, mate. There we have Jason Adams ahead of a big week at Sandown Park this Thursday night. As he chatted Sandown Cup, Harrison Dawson, and Sapphire Crown. That wraps up Going Greyhounds for this morning. Hope you enjoyed the show. Till next week, take care. Many winners and the best of luck.